See, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we always drink Coke when we record? <laughs> I think I will now always associate recording with Coke. We can't not record without it. Um, Coke, please sponsor us. You're listening to Just a Girl Podcast, the podcast where we discuss anything and everything music industry and intersectional feminism related. I'm Katie. And I'm Natalie. And this is episode six. Katie. I've been listening to The Muslims, who mm-hmm. are a queer and black punk band. Love really that. good. Um, I've also been listening to Rome, who I didn't realise how much I loved. Oh, And I've had good. them on repeat this week. Were they a recommendation from someone else or a self-discovery? So I already knew them, but the, I forgot that I knew them. Okay. And then I was listening to Karma Radio mm. and they were interviewed on there. So it reminded me to listen to them again. Excellent. Um, and I've also been listening to Meet Me at the Altar. Classic. Amazing. Love. What about you? I've been listening to Can't Swim. Don't know them? Oh, so your thing. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a surprise. I wouldn't recommend it if it wasn't. Um, <laughs> Rina Sawayama, based on... I haven't stopped listening to her after Faisal mentioned her. Mm. Um, I liked her before, but... Yeah, it just reignited that love for her again. That's good. And as always, Dua Lipa. Fair. I wouldn't Can't expect anything less from you. <laughs> so what are we talking about this week, Natalie? So this week we're going to be talking all about guilty pleasures. Yes. Now, what I want to ask you firstly is... What does a guilty pleasure mean to you? So I think a guilty pleasure is something that is perceived to be bad or cheesy music. Okay. But that everybody knows and will like sing along to. Oh, okay. So for me, guilty pleasure is completely synonymous with cheesy music. Right. So like a wedding, oops mm. upside your head, mm-hmm. Kylie, Madonna. Yeah. Um, S Club. Yeah. All those classic, like, school DJ kind of songs. Yeah, yeah. But then also, like, songs that perhaps aren't as well known, but still would possibly be perceived as bad, in mm. quotation marks. Could what? you give me an example? So, like, I love Seaway, and apparently they're uncool. Yeah, I don't, I didn't see that. Okay. I don't see it, but okay, good. I think you're cool for listening to Seaway, Katie. Oh my God, don't worry. <laughs> What's your definition of a guilty pleasure? So, guilty pleasure for me is a song that, for whatever reason, you're just embarrassed for people to know that you really enjoy that song. It's not necessarily genre-specific, it's just that, well, it, to a degree it is genre-specific, but I think that guilty pleasures can change from person to person, so I'll happily admit to you that I like K-pop, and obviously I admitted to all my listeners a few weeks ago that I love K-pop. My listeners? Did I say your listeners? You said my listeners. My, did I say my listeners? Our listeners. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, Katie. <laughs> so selfish of me. <laughs> That's not like me at all. I'm your co-host. Um, <laughs> um, but won't, I wouldn't admit to a huge metalhead that, well, actually I probably still would, but would be hesitant to admit to somebody else that I love K-pop. See, that's interesting to me that you think K-pop would be a guilty pleasure. Do you not think? That's made me realise that I think a guilty pleasure is also something that is really readily available to you. Oh. So you haven't done any, not research, because that's the wrong word, but 
you haven't explored your music taste enough to know about other genres. Sure. I think the reason I would consider K-pop guilty is the fact that it's a bit different from what most of the people that I know listen to. And also, and we, well, maybe we'll talk about this a bit later on, but also the fact that it's just, it is not accessible because it is a different language. So I think people Mm. would be really like easy to dismiss it and be like, this isn't good music because I don't understand it. But I think that's what makes it less guilty. Yeah. Do you believe in guilty pleasures? Yes. You do? I would love to say no, Mm. but I know that I feel a certain amount of shame when I listen to some music. Okay. I will give you an example. Yes. Because of this, I suppose, aesthetic that I either have or that I'm going for, I feel really embarrassed if I listen to musicals. Oh, yeah. A lot of people say that. Mm. And I used to be in musicals when I was younger. I used to absolutely love it. But now, if you catch me watching, watching, listening to High School Musical or Aladdin or anything on Spotify, you can guarantee I'll be in a bloody private session. Oh, that's (laughs) really sad. Don't ever be ashamed. Do you private session anything? I only private session one artist. And I'm going to admit it now because it's going to come out at some point in our episodes to come. But, and I hate, I actually hate myself for it, but not really. Um, Lost Profits. I still listen to them in private session. I and private session loose blood. <laughs> and I still tell people I private session lost profits. So if that's the case, do I actually feel that much guilt about it? Yes. But even though I tell people I private session it. I think that's a way to alleviate the guilt. Mm, okay. I don't like the word pleasure being associated <laughs> with them though. I'd rather it just be guilty music. So I don't really, in terms of my aesthetic, in inverted commas, my aesthetic is I try and like everything or listen to mm-hmm. as much as possible, even if that is genres that people would consider embarrassing. So I, apart from the Lost Prophets thing, I don't really have a guilty pleasure. I will tell people I love musicals. I will tell people I love K-pop. And then, when, you know, later on when we get into the episode, our like sort of most guilty pleasure songs, you know, I'm still happy to listen to them and be like, I love that song. That's a great song. I know the song, you know, I know every single beat and every single like little nuanced note that is in the song. Yeah. Do you think that um, experimenting with music taste is something that kind of alleviates having guilty pleasures? I think I mean like you're willing to listen to every music taste, not just the one that you like the most. Yes. Because I think that when you explore more genres and find more that you like, then you realise that other people like another genre for their own reasons. Mm. But also, I think that you having then explored other genres means that other people won't feel so guilty about talking to you about their music taste. Because yeah. they'll know that you understand. So in those both those two ways, I would say so. What do you think? So I try to experiment with my music taste all the time. Because I know that it's really easy to just dismiss a genre if you don't like one or two songs that you've heard in that genre. So, for example, I don't like hip-hop as a genre. Mm. But if someone recommends me a hip-hop song, I'll always listen to it. Sure. But I don't know the right hip-hop music to listen to. Okay, yeah. So I could literally go onto Spotify and be like, discover this genre, hip-hop. And I wouldn't know whether it was perceived to be good for that genre sure but I always try and look for different music and different genres Mm. I'm quite intimidated by some genres like electronica not for me Mm. but I think I associate guilty pleasures with being pop because it's 
it's on the radio, it's everywhere, yeah. and it's it almost implies that you haven't looked for music elsewhere. Yeah. Which I think is quite um, snobby of me yeah. to think that that then makes it a guilty pleasure because you don't have to look for music if you're not that into it. That's true. I do agree with you on that. Pop is probably the genre that is associated most with guilty pleasures. Mm. And it's all the points you mentioned, as well as the fact that, and this is obviously being very general, but it doesn't require as much technicality as other you know math rock for example there's so there's a lot a lot to do with time signatures or changes in um key and all that kind of stuff whereas Mm. pop again being general is very like four chord predictable melody easy that sort of thing so do you think classifying something as cheesy is relative to who's listening or guilty rather than cheesy yes yeah, 100%. So, for example, the people that we speak to regularly would not consider some of the metal bands that I listen to a guilty pleasure. But if I'm driving around and I pick up Lo-Fi Live, I'll, you know, I'll be listening to Architects and Sam Carter's Scream will happen. And I'll be like, oh my God, sorry. I'll turn it down and be like, oh my God, so sorry, Liv, so sorry. <laughs> because obviously she doesn't like metal. But I shouldn't feel like... I Firstly, I shouldn't feel like I need to apologise. But also... It's nothing, you know, it's nothing to be embarrassed about that I like this genre. So yeah, it's definitely like person dependent. That's so true because when my new housemate moved in, mm. I was listening to, I think it was Kill Switch Engage or Lamb of God, one of like quite a loud band in my room. And I was really embarrassed. Oh. So I put Alt J on. Oh no. <laughs> I'm cool too. <laughs> I was like, oh, I hate this screaming. God, oh, what is this racket? No. Put a bit of Fitz pleasure on. <laughs> so I think, I've definitely done that. And I think it's just because the connotations of listening to really heavy music on your own is like, I'm sad or mm. I'm angry, even though I was just working. That's so true, actually. Or doing my makeup, something yeah. menial. But I was embarrassed that she could hear me listening to it because she just moved in. I wonder whether there is also a part of it for us that we just don't want somebody else to, and don't really know why I'm describing it in this way, but don't really want want someone else to sort of go through that as though it's like a hardship to go through metal because I guess it is inaccessible. So it's just us being considerate is what I like to think. This is slightly off topic, but did you have to mould into metal? I think that's the wrong word, but I had a slow introduction into metal Mm. so I liked Slipknot I liked Lamb of God but I didn't know that they were metal bands I don't know why I think it's because they were on Kerrang when I was growing up so they were really available right sure and then but I would never tell people that I liked metal I also had a Cradle of Filth album um when I was really young um I think my dad might have given me that one but um but I remember when I first heard While She Sleeps and I was like, oh, I don't like metal. And it was yeah. like a transition while she sleeps, like a transition. Because mm. they have the heavy, the screaming, yeah. but then they have like the melodic voice and the yeah. chorus. And I think the bassist sings as well, or the guitarist. So it's like, it was a really good transitioning band for me. I feel you. I think that, yes, I did transition into metal. But actually, I always kind of wanted to like it because I thought the metalheads in school were cool you know they had that I don't give a fuck attitude they were really like close to each other obviously because they all understood each other liking the same thing but when people played old bring me the horizon to me when I was like 14 years old there was too much distortion for 14 year old me um (laughs) but in terms of gateway metal bands I would actually say that while she sleeps defo one for Mm. me bring me the horizon in the 
there is a hell era. Oh, so mine was Sempaternal. Oh, I think that was like, I think people didn't really take Bring Me the Horizon that seriously until Sempaternal. Yeah, that was me. Um, probably those two bands. But what's interesting is that Metalcore as well, I feel some sort of guilty pleasure, not guilty pleasure, but I feel like that's not really respected. You know, when you're talking to like a proper download dad metalhead and you're like, oh, the metal bands that I like are Bring Me the Horizon, Architects. I don't think I would say that to them. I would just I be would. like, would you? But I like Five Finger Death Punch, so oh, I get okay. absolutely <laughs> slated for that. So those are the cool bands I like. Bring me an architect. Also, I think, um, slightly off topic again, but Sam Carter, I really like him as a person. Yeah, um, me too. He just seems like a really cool guy. Mm. So I, he's vegan. He is vegan. Yeah. He was on um, a podcast on that. Oh. Um, so I think I, I like them more because of who he is. Sure. I guess the members of the band, if you know that they're nice, you will feel more like you want to listen to them. Mm. Or that, you know, in the same way that if somebody does something bad in a band, you'd feel guilty about listening to them. Yeah. Leading on to another question that I want to ask you is, are there any groups of people, whether that's age-wise, gender-wise, um, just social groups, where you feel any sort of like guilt when it comes to admitting your music taste to? Or have you ever, even unconsciously, catered when someone's asked you who you're listening to, to that person? Yes. So when I've been at folk festivals, there's not a snobbery there because they're all really lovely, but they, they all listen to like Radio 6 or whatever mm. the folk one is, 3, who knows, <laughs> and know everybody in that industry and they'll know like people related to people in that industry and I just kind of know the mainstream ones, like, right. you know, your Newton Faulkners, your, your John Martins, all the famous ones. Yeah. Um. So I've... When I've been at folk festivals, I've looked at the programme, whatever it is. You get, like, a little booklet. Yeah. And it lists, like, who's playing and what day and what time. It's very family-friendly. <laughs> and I've, like, memorised some of the names oh. on it so that I sound like I know them. Right. Because I would never be at a folk festival and be like, I love Blink-182. Yeah. Because I feel like that would be looked down on, even though it probably sure. wouldn't. And I think I came to realise that it's okay to have more than one type of genre that you're into yeah um but back when i used to go to those i probably would have felt a bit of shame being like i love blink and neck deep i have a similar thing but i think my fear is more that whoever i'm talking to won't have heard not blink 22 everyone knows who blink 22 is (laughs) but they won't have heard who it is that i have listened to Mm. so i basically just say like the most mainstream stuff ever so you know if i meet somebody who is very like radio one they'll be like what kind of music you into and i'll just you know i'll say the obvious i'll say michael i love michael cover romance i love fallout boy i love paramore just so they know like oh okay emo and if yeah. you're like remotely alternative, they probably like my true. Very true. I used to have that with While She Sleeps. I used to not say them because I didn't think people would know oh. them. And I just used to be like, Slipknot and Paramore. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we cater so much for other people? I think we just want them to feel included in the conversation. Yeah, maybe that's it. And then I guess also, you know, selfless us, we don't want them to feel stupid for not knowing something. Yes, yeah. that's true. Do you feel stupid if someone says a band that you don't know? No, I don't actually. That's good. I think I'll ask, you know, what are they like? Who would you compare them to? And then if it's, if they say similar artists that I already listen to, I'll then listen to them. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I think that I also say I'm not embarrassed about it because then I like them to feel like they're knowledgeable mm. by saying this artist that I've never heard of. 
just constantly being selfless, you know. You're so lovely. Thank you. Do you have any other instances where you've um, unconsciously changed your music taste? Actually, yes. I was going to say, well, only with the new house right here, but at uni oh, yeah. as well. Basically, any time I've shared a house, the music I listen to when I'm home alone mm. is so different to the music I listen to if people are in. Oh, okay. If Because I think I don't want to disturb people with my yeah. music. So I remember at uni, I was getting, I was pre-drinking once and people were in my room and I literally just put my Spotify on shuffle. Mm. God, I don't know what it would have been back then. Probably like neck deep. Pop punk. Pop punk. Mm. Massively pop punk. And everyone was just like, what is this? <laughs> and I didn't know any house music. And I, and I understand why people want to pre-drink to house music. Yeah. I do understand that. I just don't know the good ones. Yeah, So sure. for me to have that pressure to be like, okay, yeah. um, let's put on some, I don't know, Martin Garrix? Who's that? So um, is, it, is that even the name? Yeah, it is. That motherfucking animal. I don't know who it is. So I think I just... I just never looked into it. There was that song, like, My Head as a Jungle. Mm. And my friend Molly at uni liked cool music. Right. Like, house music, garage yeah. music. So I just was, like, listened to what she listened to. Oh. And then played it when people came to my flat. Because oh I was gosh. like, okay, she likes cool music. See, I always do the, um, I'll either ask someone, because, you know, so people love to play the DJ. Mm. So I'll just be like who wants to put something on annoyingly though most of the people I know are like oh just whatever and I'm like yeah. oh my god just choose please just choose or I will ask in advance guys I'm gonna make a pre-drinks playlist put all your recommendations in blah blah and you know mm. joint Spotify collab playlist because then everyone's happy oh that's know. a great idea yeah thank you mm. Mm. or thanks Spotify more like I had this one time <laughs> where um Spotify if you want to sponsor us this thing you just put us on their fucking platform <laughs> where so I've had a few instances of like changing my music taste one was it was actually when I first started talking to Henry mm -hmm. we exchanged on repeat playlists you know that Spotify oh that is playlist. so invasive what lips no in a good way oh right I see <laughs> <laughs> and I was like pretty sure that most of the stuff on there like he would at least not hate but then I listened back to it and I was like oh my god there's k-pop on it and then I had to then say to him like oh my god I'm so sorry like there's k-pop I hope that's okay like just ignore just ignore the fact that I listened to it being really apologetic that I liked it but he was just like oh he was really he was really nice about it actually he was like oh don't um like I totally understand I was obsessed with girls generation like a few years ago and I was like oh my god I, I really I really want to dissect this shame you have with k-pop Hmm. I don't... Maybe for the K-pop episode. Okay. Okay. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh. And then there was also one time where I met one of my friend's friends in a pub. We were going to see Emma Ruth Rundle and he was like, oh, so what other music are you into? And I hate, I actually hate that question because as somebody who does, likes to think they like a lot of genres anyway, I just don't really know what to say. Yeah, so I, I always went, go with the most prominent one of that day. What do you normally say? Metal. Metal. Oh, okay, sure. So if I asked you today, like, what, you, what music are you into? You'd say metal. I'd say specifically Creeper's album, actually, uh, at the moment, okay. which I don't know. I, would you that, go that specific into the answer? What would you class that as? Like Creeper? Punk rock? Yeah, punk rock, I would say. No, I would probably say, if I'm being honest, mm. metal, pop, punk, rock. Right, yeah. So I... Indie pop. Indie pop, love that. I almost acted really, um, what's the word where you're kind of like mean to yourself? Self-deprecating. Yeah, about my music taste. 
And I was like, oh, you know, I like stuff that like 15 year olds still like. So I love Fallout Boy and I love Paramore and all this kind of stuff. And why did I do that though? Like just because we were all going to see Emma, Emma Ruth Rundle, this like independent artist who like hardly anyone's ever heard of, blah, blah. <laughs> I had to be like, oh yeah, Fallout Boy, they're actually really shit, but I love them and I think they're amazing. It's really sad. I don't know why. Maybe because there was a perception that you knew more independent artists because you knew this person. Yeah, And you wanted to keep up the, the lie that mm. you told. <laughs> Why do you think there is any kind of guilt attached to any genre whatsoever? Obviously, you just mentioned the fact that I wanted to keep up a perception of myself or kind of like shatter that instantly. So for me, it's the connotations of the music that I would find guilty. Mm-hmm. So mine is either, as I said, pop music that is really obvious or overplayed. And I really want to make it clear that I love pop music. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like Orson, No Tomorrow, <laughs> oh my Mr. God, Bright Side. Yeah, we all love them, but I fucking hate them at the same time. <laughs> like, okay, so if you... If you happily put Orson on, like if you came into my house and was like, okay, I'm going to put Orson on, I'd be like, get the fuck out. Why are you so happy with that? But if we were, if we were out and it came on and you were happy that it came on, I'd be like, okay, fine. (laughs) Um, Before we actually get into the seriousness of this question, I really want to play a short game. Which is, so you mentioned Mr. Brightside by The Killers. What is, and I described that to, I can't remember who I was talking to, but described that as lads who like to like throw their beers up in the air and start dancing around when they hear these songs. So for example, Mr. Brightside by The Killers is like a prime example, but also Fake Tales of San Francisco by Arctic Monkeys. Fratellis. Oh my God, yeah, Chelsea Dagger. Chelsea Dagger. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, What's the other one? Golden Touch, Razor Light. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Naive by The Kooks. That's <laughs> How could this be done? <laughs> what else is there? Uh, Oasis. Oh, one, oh, of course, Oasis, of course. I actually think that I like this song, but American Idiot by Green Day is a classic. Like, yeah, beers in the air. Annoyingly, yeah, because I also like that song. Yeah, I'm basically just thinking Reading Festival headliners. Okay, uh, Libertines. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, do you think that uh, Golden Scans by... Claxons. Yeah, is one? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Any Kasabian song? Yeah, 100%. 100%. (laughs) Oh, um... Oh. Oh, go on, go on. Arcade Fire. Oh, which which Arcade Fire? Um, what's it called? Ready to Start. Oh, yeah. Also, Gold on the Ceiling by Oh, I love that song. But it is so... (laughs) (laughs) Breeze Blocks, Alt J? Nah. No, no. <laughs> we'll we'll mention more as we um, as we continue this episode. <laughs> but yes, um, other answers that you have. <laughs> as I said, the music that I would find guilty a guilty pleasure in my life have connotations of like cheesy music mm. or somebody who has a bad taste in music or someone who's not interested enough in music. Oh yeah, to find better music. Yeah, by better I don't. You know what I mean? I'm Just not, not spoon-fed stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think any song that like your mum would get excited at, at a wedding. <laughs> My mum's song is, um, let me know if your mum has a similar one, Disturbia by Rihanna. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she loves. Yeah, it's a pretty my good one. Would be Boys of Summer. Boys of Summer. Who's that by? I want to say Don McLean, but I think that's Miss American Pie. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she loves it, and she loves Summer of '69. Oh, who doesn't? So for me, 
I think that there is guilt attached when people in any instance are afraid of being outcasted, embarrassed, shunned, or like called out for for not liking something. Because mm. everyone, especially with music, they love to feel like they belong somewhere. And so if someone's like, oh, that's shit. Oh, like, what shit? Like, you know, I get that quite a lot when I say like, oh, I love this album by this artist. And like, shit album. The, you know, the first one was their best one or something like that. That's when I think I would feel a bit of guilt. Do you feel pressure if you're sharing a song on your Instagram story for it to be the right kind of song that your followers would appreciate? You know what? No. I must think in my head, no one gives a shit, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I am. Um, <laughs> I, whenever I post a song on my Instagram story, it's always because I'm in a really good mood listening oh, to yeah, that song yes. and want someone else to have that feeling. Oh, that's really nice. Is that not why everyone does it, though? Yeah, I guess similar. Not yeah. because I'm happy, but I'm like, wow, this is an amazing song and I really want everyone to know about this. Yeah, because I'm always like, fuck, yeah, when yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to the song. Uh, have you ever listened to a song based on someone else putting it on their stories? Oh, all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Because yeah. it says at the top left, listen on Spotify. Mm. So if it's someone who I like, no offence to... I mean, I don't follow anyone I don't like, to be fair. <laughs> so, yeah, I always listen. Oh, okay. Wow. Good for you. Is that weird? Am I a stalker? I think, I, I don't think it's stalker, but I think it's weird in the sense that I, and I res- respect you so much for doing it and I wish I did it more, but a lot, I don't think a lot of people do it. Oh, I always do. Oh, maybe I'm just nosy. Person. Maybe. But maybe what? I want people to do it to me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> give out what you give it. Manifesting. What you want to, yeah. Do you think that there are levels of guiltiness? Yeah, I do actually. I think. Again, this is for me, and I'm not going to reveal who my guilty pleasures are just yet, but I know that there are definitely some, and and I would admit all of them, because Mm. I'm not friends with people anymore who would judge me for my fucking music taste, because imagine that. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. But I think that for me, there there is, and also it depends on the moment, because there's music for different occasions. Mm -hmm. I had Josh and Claire around here the other night. And we were dancing to Mulan oh, in the kitchen. I love that. And then we had karaoke on in the lounge. Sorry, neighbours. Um, <laughs> and they were obviously all cheesy, guilty pleasure yeah. songs. Um, but because we were having a little mini party, as it were, it didn't feel guilty. It felt like it felt like fun, basically. Yeah. Well, you created that sense of belonging by bringing your two friends together. And, and I think that's what it is. It. I think that's why people have guilty pleasures and like them because it's like a shared thing that you can all enjoy Mm. and that's why I really associate guilty pleasures with cheesy music oh okay because it's accessible to everybody it's not like your genre it's just a really well-known song oh that's and then it's a way to like share enjoyment yeah see I don't think that that because everyone's sort of on the same page with those kind of tunes I don't think that that's something to feel guilty about I definitely think the opposite in that things that people don't know I feel guilty about. Like what, the other day when we were on the beach and I was like, oh, I love Kate Trinada and I like, like all this stuff. I was just, I was so afraid. Not, not I wasn't that afraid because yeah. I'm so very comfortable around everyone. But um, I was just like, oh God, is everyone going to hate it? Blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, amazing. Love this song. 
I feel like with people like Gabby and Ryan and Ash and Jenny, like I would never feel any shame saying anything yeah. in that group. And actually you've just made a really good point there where listening with other people gets rid of the guilt for me. Mm. But I think if I'm on my own, it's so much more guilty because I it's my choice to, oh, okay. to listen to it and I'm enjoying it on my own yeah. rather than to make other people have fun. So do you think that there is an element of validation with your music taste to make you not feel guilty? I hate that, but yeah, I yeah. think so. Oh. But then that's really interesting because I will always try and appease whoever I'm with. Mm. Like if I'm in the car with somebody, I'll never put my playlist on. Yeah. I'll be like, what do we both like? Yeah, or what same, do you actually. Like? Actually, um, no, that's not true. When I'm driving, I'm like, I'm in charge, which yeah. is fair. Because I think that's fair. Choose, yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and if I had people around for dinner, I would have a playlist that I thought was suitable for dinner. Yeah. I guess that it's probably you being really selfless as well is that you don't want somebody to not have a good time. Mm. You want everyone to have fun and everyone to not be bored. And, you know, a lot of people can get bored when they're listening to something unfamiliar or something that they don't like. So for me, I put on an easy genre. And it's like what you were saying about if Sam Carter's screaming in the car and Lo-Fi lives there, <laughs> you kind of feel bad. And I think it's because... Like, metal is this for some people, but for me, a really inaccessible genre is hip-hop. And okay. I feel I feel just like I can't relate to it. And obviously, there's a lot of historical context there yeah, as to why I can't. 100%. Um, but it doesn't feel invasive because it's not loud and in your face. But I think with some metal, it might feel invasive. And that's probably why you have to apologise okay, for sure. it. So if I was, like, cooking for, like, I don't know, you and Joanna and Annie or something mm. around here... I'd just put some indie pop on. Right. Mm. What would you Easy. put on it? Because I came to yours the other day and Ash was there and you just had heavy metal on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, similarly, I just cater it to whoever is there. So, you know, when you were Ash and Faisal were around, metal. But if lo-fi lives around, I'll play lo-fi. But I would still 100% have to enjoy it. I wouldn't be that yeah. selfless and sacrifice my own enjoyment for someone else's when it comes to playing music in my own house. But yeah. I think that in terms of like most of the friends that I'd have, I'd probably just go easy, like pop punk stuff. Yeah. Mention them in every single episode, but Fallout Boy, Paramore, My Chemical Romance. Should we three. try and mention a band that we've never mentioned before? Okay. You mention one, I mention one. Okay. Maroon 5. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that because of earlier? So I was going to say Yumi at six because I don't think oh, that we mentioned Yumi at six. Do you? Are they, do we, are we allowed to start? Yeah, we're allowed to. Yes. Yeah, oh. I think we're allowed. No, we are. We are. He, George Francesco cheated on his girlfriend, basically. Dickhead, but not. Yeah. 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 Okay, right. Are there any other genres that... If someone, and let's be totally honest, obviously we mean no disrespect to anybody who listens to these genres, but we're being a little bit judgy and it's okay because... May I be very judgy in answering your question? Okay. I'm going to lean in real closer. Um, country music. I was just about to say country music. <laughs> but not good country music, but like stadium country music. Okay. That's like Keith Urban. Oh God, yeah. Um, who's the other band? Blake in the, Shelton. In the boots with the hat. Oh, they're all in boots mm. with the hat. <laughs> 
Have you heard Bo Burnham's song Country Song? No. So Bo Burnham is one of my favorite comedians, mm. and he's got a song called Country Song, and he's just basically like blue shirt, mom jeans, red pickup, verbal noun, rural adjective, and he's just mugging off stadium country, and it's oh so good. My God. And, um, I, oh. Yeah, it's it is mental to me that it is so popular exclusively to the US. I mean, there are, I do know some people who are really into country. But imagine being a cowboy in England. <laughs> <laughs> We're, Bristol's pretty much... I was going to say farmers yeah. aren't too far off. <laughs> farmers are cool, though. Do you reckon? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But at least they do work. I don't know if cowboys do work or if they just sit around like... Riding horses, <laughs> smoking a bit of wheat. <laughs> Tipping off their hats to the ladies down the street. <laughs> Why am I so good at that? I know. You said you went to drama school. Not drama school, right? You did creative writing and drama. At uni, yeah. Also God. watched a lot of Hannah Montana. Oh, right. I see. That'll be it. <laughs> you should have been an actress. I should have, but now I'll stop them. <laughs> okay. Um, any other genres that you think people should be embarrassed to listen to? Yeah. Sorry. Judge Jules. Electronica. Anything like that? Really? You think? What do you, what's your answer? I was going to say country and then house music. See, house music, I have some good memories associated oh, with. Okay. I know I probably should have spoken about that last mm. week, but, um, okay. I say good memories. They are good, but like I associate house music with my friend Molly from uni. Oh, okay. Um, who basically was a lot cooler than me. Right. But we made friends on the first day because we're so similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she's an absolute nutter and just used to be on it all the time at uni. So I used to like have to keep up with her mates who were like uh, listening to house music. Okay, and I was like, okay. when can we put for that boy on? Um, but yeah, so I, I don't hate it because I associate it with oh, her. Oh, okay, sure. But See, for me, the only memories I have of house music are like walking down streets in uni where there'd be just really loud thumping. And I just think that genre, because of the association I have, which is house parties, is just a bit obnoxious, basically. See, I think drum and bass is obnoxious. Oh, yeah, that is also quite an obnoxious thing. House is thing. a bit more like happy, whereas drum okay, and bass sure. is like, here is noise in your ears. I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I think drum and bass fans probably think that about metal. But there was also a lot of crossover between the two, I think. Well, I'm sure we'll discuss that in another episode. So as drum and bass fans, you're probably nice. Also, when I was dating, Mm. a lot of people's hinge profiles were like, if you don't like drum and bass, then don't like me. And I was like... Happily. Really? <laughs> Why is that your thing? Like, maybe, oh, if you don't like murdering dogs, or, I don't know, something a bit more important. Mm. Drum and bass. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> like, there's more to life than drum and bass. It's quite gatekeepy. Imagine, like, narrowing down anyone you can date based mm. on one genre That's of music. That's so true. Oh, it's really pissing me off. If you don't smoke weed and listen to drum and bass, we're not going to get along. Good. Although I think that, um, I'm, I'm sure we'll probably discuss this in an episode, but I think that extreme metal fans are definitely like that. Like they will probably only ever go extreme download. Like I will, you know, with I'm, the download dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they will only ever date metal fans, probably. If you don't like, God, I can't think of any Iron Maiden, then fuck off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what do you think so you don't like drum and bass we both don't like drum and bass I don't like house and we both don't like country what does make a good artist that you wouldn't feel embarrassed to listen to I think for me I know I always start sentences with for me but I don't want to generalise for me it's the level of enjoyment I get from it combined with 
how technically good I think they are. Mm-hmm. I'm not a musician, so I won't notice things that maybe Faisal would notice in a, in a, someone playing bass. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't notice that. And also I love lyrics. Right. So for me, it's a combination. I know this is every song ever, but a combination <laughs> of the words and the music. <laughs> you can get instrumentals. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, that's a really good question, actually. Mm. And I think it's a bit like food, isn't it? Like, it's all subjective. Mm. And it's just down to your personal taste <laughs> and how relevant, how many boxes it ticks compared yeah. to your to your taste. What that's do you true. think? For me, again, lol, it's a combo of enjoyment. So when I can feel my ears sort of, you know, like a dog, when it hears, like, the word walk and its ears perk up. I'm aware. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's, like, what it is for me. So if I hear a song, I'm like... I turn my head, I'm like, oh, that sounds good. What is it about a song that would make your ears prop up? So it is often a sort of unconventional change in the song. So it'd be like a time signature change, or there'll be like a flat, an intentional flat note, or, you know, that kind of thing. A key change, I love a key change. Oh my God, I love a key change. Have you heard Trivium? Trivium's song, The Defiant? Oh yes. Oh God, yeah. My fave ever key change song, Love on Top, Beyonce. So many fucking key changes. Four walls while she sleeps. Oh my god, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, also, oh. one more key change song. Yeah. Um, Anything She Does by Genesis. I don't know about that. <laughs> is that a serious song? It is, but oh, okay. I did the little puppy dog thing because it's a really uncool song. Oh no, don't feel but, embarrassed. Um, oh god. Carry <laughs> on. And then, in terms of enjoy, or what makes a good artist anyway, is that I have to know that they're not lazy. I have to know that they've put efforts into it, even if they've joint um, written it, put effort into the lyrics, put effort into the visuals, trained to dance, um, trained their voice to like sing, uh, puts a lot of pride into their work. I think that's it for me. You can definitely spot a lazy pop artist from a non-lazy pop artist. Mm. So for example, no disrespect, I definitely have some tunes, One Direction, lazy, because they're they are like the most manufactured that you can get. But Dua Lipa, she definitely writes her own songs as well, like with other people. She definitely had a whole vision with like future nostalgia and the sort of like 80s disco vibe. And you so, can yeah. tell it's her direction that definitely. she's taken that in. Yeah. And I know that might make us sound ignorant saying that it's her direction, mm. but it feels like it is. Definitely. Whereas with One Direction, we knew that that was just Simon Cowell seeing some money yeah. and being like, yeah, yes. yeah, 100%. Um, speaking of Simon Cowell, oh, yeah. I watched a video the other day. Do you remember Zoe Alexander? who was basically a pink tribute act on The X Factor. No. Oh, she's absolutely exposed X Factor of how they treated her. It's (gasps) disgusting. I mean, we already kind of knew it. It's that kind of thing where you, like, don't acknowledge how terrible it is because it's a guilty pleasure to watch The X Factor. Right, sure. A bit like zoos. Mm. Um, And McDonald's. Oh, God. (laughs) We're vegans, it's fine. Um, But, yeah, it was really interesting. I'd recommend watching it. Yeah, definitely. I love that kind of thing. Mm. Not that they had to go through, of course, but... um, No, it was proper expose so let's lighten this episode a little bit more even though it's not been too heavy anyway but um i want to ask you some questions so firstly confession time name five of your most guilty pleasure songs or artists and then we'll explain why and we'll just dissect a little bit so we'll do one each Okay. Ronan Keating, when you say nothing at all. You love Ronan Keating. Have I mentioned this before? Oh, this was not in a non-recorded discussion. 
Oh uh, yeah, when we were worried about whether Creeper or Ronan Keating would get the top yeah. five. And you were so <laughs> sad for Ronan Keating. And no, I thought you should be celebratory of a UK rock band. I'm more I'm happier that Creeper won <laughs> because I prefer that album to anything Ronan Keating's ever done. That's a lie, by the way. Um but I just like Ronan Keating. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you like him. Would you feel embarrassed to tell somebody, you know, if someone just came into your house and was like, what music do you listen to? Do you think that you would be embarrassed to say Ronan Keating? <laughs> I wouldn't say it first. <laughs> <laughs> of every music ever, Ronan Keating. Um, I wouldn't feel obliged to say it because I don't listen to him often, but I wouldn't feel embarrassed to say it either. Okay, okay, good. So my one would be Don't Shit by the Pussycat Dolls. I hate that song. See, this is the thing. I don't actually feel any sort of guilt around it. Happily admit I love Pussycat Dolls. I'm going to see them next year. I'm so excited. But I think that a lot of people would think that that is a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I agree. There was this one time it's really embarrassing. Oh, it's not. I'm actually really proud of this. But basically, (laughs) (laughs) I was driving into town with one of my friends. Windows were up. It was quite a cold day. We were playing music. But amongst our music, I could hear this heavy bass line. And I was like, oh my god, I know that song. Turn down our music. All you could hear was the bass line still, and I was like, that's Don't Chip by the Pussycat Dolls. And she was like, no fucking way. No, it's not. So we rolled down our windows, and it was Don't Chip by the Pussycat Dolls. Yes! And I was like, I fucking told you. I love that, that song good. so much. Thank you. Yeah. What's your next one? Share. Believe. I don't think you should feel guilty about that. I think that's a tune, and I think most people would agree with you. It's just overplayed, I think, is my problem. Yeah, I think. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's good. I can do a share impression. Go on. I might do it after. Okay, okay. Might be a bit loud. Okay, sure. What's your next one? I kind of already briefly mentioned, not briefly, actually, in depth, um, K-pop. Guilty pleasure. It's just not as accepted here as it is, obviously, in Korea. Mm. And obviously, you know, BTS biggest... What did I say? South Korea? South Korea. Yeah, South Korea, obviously. Just making sure that our listeners know that we know there's a difference between North okay, Korea okay. and South Korea. <laughs> You're the Asian one. Um, <laughs> um, obviously, you know, BTS is like the biggest boy band in the world, mm. but and they're playing arenas, but I, sorry, stadiums, but I still think that most of the world would just be very dismissive of K-pop. Most of the world should know about Blackpink, though. Oh, agree, queens. What about your next one? Oh, this is probably the one I'm most embarrassed about. Okay. Gareth Gates. Any one of us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely embarrassed. It's yep. such a good song. <laughs> so when, um, you know when they, was it Pop Idol? That, well, that was, yeah. I think that was Pop Idol. Were you a Gareth, I assume you were a Gareth Gates fan. Oh right? no, I was a Will Young you all the way Young. through. Oh. Then he released Evergreen. Oh I was my like, God, yeah. what the fuck? And then Gareth Gates whipped out the absolute banger that was any one of us, <laughs> which absolutely ripped. <laughs> it rips. That's true, actually. I think that, because me, me and my family were so like, yes, Gareth Gates. We even rang up to vote for Gareth Gates. And then afterwards, when Will Young won, we were like, oh, that's sad. But then Gareth Gates obviously became only like marginally, probably more successful than Will Young. We were like, yes, like we knew all along he was the most talented. Do you remember Spirit in the Sky? Oh my God. It absolutely slaps. Oh, that is actually a tune, to be fair. That I know it's tune. a cover, but... Yeah, I don't care, though. Okay, your next one. Maroon 5. I know you mentioned them earlier. <laughs> I... <laughs> so, the first album, to be fair, is one that I think a lot of people are like, yeah, it slabs. But after that, they went so downhill. But after that, even though they were going downhill, I was still like, yep, yeah, I still like Maroon 5. Not so much anymore, but yeah, I just think I've got some undeniable bangers. I think definitely embarrassed. But. No, me and my brother used to love Maroon 5. Songs About Jane was a great album. Exactly. But then they released 
the turd that is moves like Jagger. Oh, yeah, true. And that was just, that, there was no going back. It did massively grow on me, though, that song. No, Natalie. No. Don't say that. <laughs> going to kick okay. you out my house. Song specifically moves like Jagger by Maroon 5. <laughs> what about you? So my next one is Girls Aloud Biology. I wouldn't be embarrassed, I don't think. I really like that song. I think just Girls Aloud, I don't really like them. Why? I don't really like them because... Oh, I, can't, I don't have an answer for that. I don't actually know. I think I just found them just not diverse at all. Just like five white women mm. all pretty much the same person yeah and the only thing they had for diversity in their group was nicole because she was ginger yeah definitely and i just was a bit like this is really predictable and i hated sound of the underground so i just <laughs> I just, they, they got off on a bad foot to me. And then they released Biology. And the music video was really cool for, like, Teenage Me. Mm. They had, like, outfit changes. I remember and, like, it, just yeah. It was really cool. Um, so, yeah, love that. What's your next one? Um, my next one is, and again, like I said, I don't really have guilty pleasures. This is a tune. But I was actually, because I was struggling to find what it is I felt guilty about. So I just went on, I just searched most guilty pleasure songs on Google or something. Right. And um, A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. I was trying to work out whether I think that's guilty or not. I don't okay. think that's guilty. I hope not. I don't like it. Oh. I actually, I like love it. I will sing along to every single word. I'll even try and harmonise. Oh. In school, we um, had to sing that song. It was like the school choir and we had like obviously the four different vocal, or however many different vocal groups. Um, and I tried to learn every single part. So oh, that's nice. I love the song that much. Can you do it now? Nah, What not. if I sang the melody? Could you do a harmony? No, I don't think so. Oh, never mind. I don't um, know what to pick for my last one. Okay, do you want me to tell you mine and then maybe it will inspire you? Yeah. Okay, mine is Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Why? Exactly. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Actually... I'm with you on that. That's quite a good song, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely rips. But also, like, such a meme. Because YouTube... And I'm, I still find a Rickroll funny, Saz. Oh, I don't know about that. Imagine if I Rickrolled you, though. <laughs> just right now it in the middle of the podcast. It would just be so crap that you'd have to laugh. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Obligation laugh. Do you have a final answer? I do, and, I've, and I'm going to pick this one because I was torn between two, but one of them actually isn't guilty. It's a genuinely good song. So okay. the one I'm going to pick is Mr. Hudson and N-Dubs playing with fire. Oh, N-Dubs. I forgot about them. <laughs> Just admit, I know you did it. No, you didn't. Yes, you did. Such a tune. Also dra drama, which I love. Oh, what was the other... Endubs had another fucking tune. They had quite a few tunes, Oh, actually. what was the one? Oh, with Dappy? Yes. Something about time? Oh, Having time? It was no something... Time? Hang on. Minutes? Oh, hang on. I'm just going to search Endubs on Spotify. Four minutes left to go. What do we do? Oh, no, that's Mark Owen. Oh, I don't know which one it was. What are they called? So the top ones are Playing With Fire. Yeah, that's the one I like. I Need You. Oh, yeah. I think that's the one I I'm thinking of. I Need You. You, yeah. you, I need you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when they were playing Cardiff Students' Union when I was back in school and, like, almost the whole of my year went and they went fucking mad for it. Apparently, like, they were really good. I saw them at Liquid. Do you remember Chipmunk? 
Oh my god, yeah. Mr. Monk. Oh god my bless. god, what was that oh, famous yes. song? And once he goes, I'm next. So young, so fresh, so right, like I don't know left. I don't I think we've. Why do I know this? I don't think we've chosen the right guilty, guilty pleasure songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, 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 last guilty pleasure. song that i want to play is um play one last game. one last game that i want to play is name the nickelbacks of certain genres Ooh. so you know how we mentioned nickelback is a meme and you know you kind of love them but actually don't love them yeah i'm gonna say a genre and then you tell me who you think is the nickelback of this genre okay so who would you say is the nickelback of pop nickelback would you not say they're the nickelback of <laughs> Okay. The Nickelback of Rock. <laughs> Nickelback of Nickelback of Rock. So what you've just done there, Natalie, is said Nickelback are the Nickelback of Rock. <laughs> right. Okay, the Nickelback of Pop. Well, that's a really fun thing to say. Mm. Nickelback of Pop. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, I think my answer is the fray. Okay, I who, definitely see that. Who sang How to Save a Life. Mm. They think. had another... Did they have another tune? It wasn't the only tune. Yeah, but it was on my iPod when oh, I was like 15. Yeah, I don't remember. Who do you think is the nickelback of pop? I think that the people who agree with me will be like 100% agree, but there will be a lot of people that don't agree with me. I think Ed Sheeran is the nickelback of pop. I think that he is obviously fucking massive and a lot of people like him, but I just can't take him seriously. I was going to say something similar because I was going to say Sam Smith... I don't think their music is for me, though. Okay, sure. And I think... I just think they've gone a bit mainstream. They have an amazing voice, but now I'm just a bit like, mm, mm. I don't like your music. I think that they started off really well because, wow, like, so such a unique voice, but then didn't really utilise that in, like, technically good songs. Yeah, and that's, what, that's the same with Ed Sheeran. Yeah. When he first got big in quotation marks mm. he was more like acoustic mm. listen to my yes. lovely words I've had my heart broke and now my nan's dead but now it's a bit like objectifying women yeah <laughs> defo actually defo and I feel like Ed Sheeran as well is so like he's a bit like oh woe is me girls don't like me kind of thing and it's like probably every girl would go out with you because you are Ed Sheeran have you seen and his- he's also attractive yeah but have you seen oh my god his past girlfriends are so fit Nina Nesbitt does she used to go out with Ed Sheeran I think so he's got a song called Nina oh my god didn't know that she's beautiful oh my god she's so fit okay who's my next one okay your next one let's go with pop punk okay oh this is hard because they're everyone in pop punk is kind of the nickelback mm, of pop punk I've got one in particular that actually again I think a lot of people will disagree with me but I just can't take them seriously I know who I'm gonna say let me just find their name okay I don't want to get it wrong oh you're not gonna like my answer oh why do I like this band yeah oh no all American Rejects oh no I agree actually I don't hate them I think they've got some bangers but yeah they didn't nah. they're mine so who's yours um Bowling for Soup I love Bowling oh. for Soup <laughs> I love no. Do you know what? It's a really self-absorbed reason why I like Bowling oh, okay. for Soup because in High School Never Ends they say Katie had a baby oh. and they say my name. <laughs> so that's the only reason why. Yes, I also love that song. Why is it that when a band or artist sings your name that you feel more inclined to like it? For example, Bruno Mars has a song called Natalie. So therefore, I'm like, oh my god, Bruno Mars is the best musician in the entire world. I have that with the Libertines with what Katie did. <laughs> 
<laughs> even though it's about Kate Moss, I'm like, it's me. I don't even like Pete Doherty. Oh, God. Okay, so let's move on to folk. I think we've probably got the same answer. Folk. Mm. Mumford and Sons. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, what's that... Um, there's one Mumford and Son Sons song which is very like throw my beers up in the air. Little Lion Man. Oh yeah, that's um, it. I've also got another answer to this okay. which folk fans will not agree with. Oh no. Um, but I think Frank Turner is the Nickelback of folk. I think he's the Nickelback of folk and I also think he's the Nickelback of rock. And the Nickelback of like angry yeah, acoustic. I completely agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just Nickelback. <laughs> he's the Nickelback of life. <laughs> Oh, I've okay. met him and he was really nice. Yeah, people say that he's really nice. But then have you heard us all like, all his, not necessarily problematic stuff, but mm-hmm. what's his Mongol Horde, his original band? Yeah, people were like, you need to rename your band because that's really offensive, blah, blah. And he wow. went on like, he went on the defense rather than apologizing and like changing the band name. He was like, oh, I miss reason, this reason, blah, blah, blah. Just learn. I know. I and apologise. Right? Even if you didn't mean it to I be know. offensive, it caused somebody offence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway. anyway um, metal? Five Finger Death Yeah, punch. I agree. But they do have some tunes. I really like that, yeah. the latest album. It's actually not totally awful. It's not. I don't hate it. No. I put it on my Instagram story the other day, <laughs> and Ash replied going, No! <laughs> And then Ryan texts me like, why'd you like Five Finger Death Punch? And I was like, fuck, did not realise. And then and then Jake in the group chat was like, Five Finger Death Punch, the worst band I've ever seen. Basically everyone coming at you, just being like, no. Blasphemy. Sauce, guys. Uh, and lastly, indie. So I've got two answers, actually. Do you want to hear mine? Yeah. Maroon 5. I wouldn't say they're indie, I would say they're pop. I think they used to be indie or mm-hmm. on that side but then because they got more pop that's why I think they're the nickelback of indie okay and the other one was the script I would not say either of them are indie you know no, okay, but fair enough. only because they were always in the charts I'd say they were like noughties pop oh sure um, because that's what pop was then mm. I'm gonna get hate oh no for who I think as, is as the mu- nickelback as much hate as liking Five Finger Death Punch you think probably more Oh. I'm okay. actually scared to say it, but I'm going to say it because I it. need to be honest. Definitely. Catfish and the Bottle Men. Mmm. I just never bought into it. I like Soundcheck. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the only one of their songs that I like. And I'll admit I haven't given them enough listens sure. to have a proper formed opinion. They're just... I just don't like them. I think I would agree with you, to be honest. I don't think that they're like necessarily a joke band, but I No, think not that- at all. That first album, the first three songs from the album were good, and the rest just sounded the same. Apparently, like, the fans as well are massive twats. I think, I can't remember what venue they played in, but someone on Twitter was like, oh, I've just seen Catfish and the Bottle Men, they were good, but I wish the crowd wasn't f- so full of twats. They're inside, they're smoking, they're getting drunk, they're like... Really? Yeah, like, really Amy went to see them. Amy's obviously a delight. Well, hopefully she didn't smoke, um... She doesn't illegally. smoke. Well, glad to hear that. Oh. <laughs> is that the end of the game? That is the end of the game, unless you want to continue this game further with other genres. Um, okay. Um, no, I don't have any other genres. Oh, okay. What about... Oh, um... Do you know, you know when we were saying earlier about, um, boys with pints spilling them at uh, yeah. a club? <laughs> yeah. So me and my friend Holly spent ages playing this game once where you basically just had to list a generic indie slash pop slash rock band that we didn't like. Uh-huh. Um white British basically uh-huh. or American Classic. and it was just like 
Razor Light, uh-huh. Kasabian, uh-huh. Arcade Fire, Claxons, Claxons, Falls. Falls. I love Falls, so I'm not going to lie. Oh, I don't like Falls. I bought to see them next year. Oh. This girl I hate likes Falls. That's oh, why is that like right? Them. Oh, yeah. Why is it that somebody has to ruin an artist for you? No, it's not it's... you specifically, but it happens to me as well. If I know someone I don't like likes something, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, and I'm lucky because they weren't ruined. I had never listened to them oh, to begin sure. with, so okay. now I'm like, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, <laughs> What about the Nickelback of DJs? Oh, I don't think I know enough about DJ. Oh, is it mean if I say Annie Mac? Oh, okay. I was going to say Calvin Harris. Yeah, actually, that's fair. That's a fair one. I mean, I hate all dance music. Yeah. Oh, that's a genre, dance music. Dance, yeah, I don't really like dance either, actually. <laughs> end. <laughs> if you... How do we end this? <laughs> Shall we kiss? <laughs> so what we want to hear is what your most guilty pleasure song is email us at justagirlpod at gmail.com tweet us at justagirlpod or you can follow us on instagram at justagirlpod and drop us a message with your guiltiest pleasure but only music related yes (laughs) no not sex (laughs) don't kink shame oh sorry sorry everyone you can follow my personal Instagram at K5AsTI2Es or my Twitter at KRobertOOO or Roberto. You can follow my Instagram and Twitter at N4AsTALIE. Please like all our stuff. The end. <laughs>